Hey, welcome back. My name is Dominic Gaysom, and you're listening to PR Hangover. Hello, hello, and welcome back to PR Hangover. Today, I'm joined with Barry Cohen. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. We're excited to have you. Do you want to give a quick intro of yourself? Anything you want to share? Sure. Um, So like you said, I'm Barry Cohen. I am the owner and founder of BC Public Relations in Denver. I moved out to Colorado, I want to say about four years ago from the East Coast. Um, I originally started my business in Philadelphia and I'm from that area. And so it's been an interesting transition from the East to the West Coast and had started my business um, working with all sorts of different clients and industries and now focus mainly um, on women-owned businesses and individual brands. Big scary move. <laughs> it's very different out here. Um, I'm a city girl and moving out to the West, outdoors, Colorado, mountains, very, very different, but I love it. Just wondering uh, what like caused you to start your own PR firm? So I had worked for small boutique agencies in and around Philadelphia for a few years, and it was a really great opportunity to gain skills. Um, I had not really planned on going into PR, so it was a really great introduction to learning the industry. And after working for other people for a few years, I really felt like I didn't have the opportunity to work with the clients that I wanted to. I wasn't passionate about the work that they were doing. And I was kind of feeling stuck and just thought, well, I'd always wanted to start a business and why not figure it out? Why not try it and see if it works? I gave myself six months and said, well, I see how people have done it. I've seen mistakes. I've seen successes. And maybe if I can kind of learn from how other people have run their businesses and the things that they've done, that I can do something similar or even better. And if I can't figure it out, I'll get another job. So I just kind of threw it all at the wall and hope it stuck. And six years later, here we are. That's actually so crazy. Amazing that you were able to do that. (laughs) (laughs) It was, um, it was wild and just, yeah, I never really expected it to turn into, into something as big as it has. So you fell into PR? I did. So I had gone to school for creative writing in Spanish and thought that I would work for magazines. That was really my big goal. And after realizing that it's really hard to make a living writing articles for magazines, I had the opportunity to do an internship with a family friend who owned a PR firm outside of Philadelphia. And I spent the summer just learning the ropes because I literally had no idea. I mean, I had a writing background, which was very strong, but PR, there's a lot of moving parts and I just didn't know anything about it. And so she gave me the opportunity to intern and that kind of jump-started my fire about PR and I just fell in love. Going back to your firm, I just want to say, do you have any like major goals? Do you plan on expanding it in any way? Um, I think as far as expansion, it would be more about the people than the location. You know, what's nice now, I think about so many businesses that I can work anywhere and I work with clients across the country and Canada. So expansion to me really looks like adding a few more team members on. Um, There's three of us total. I'd like to hit five. That seems like a sweet spot that's manageable. It's not too big and we can still um, do amazing work for our clients. So hopefully that'll happen in the next few years. Um, That's yeah, that's the goal. 
Beautiful. Let me know if you need anyone. I graduate in two years. <laughs> Absolutely. We can plug. chat after. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just like on a daily day basis like what do you what do you typically do in a day oh my god it's funny I get that question a lot because you know yeah. when someone has a nine to five job their schedule is like pretty much the same every day mine is different every single day which I think is what I really love about PR is that every day looks different and so usually um usually on a day-to-day basis I mean we're sending out pitches for clients. So I could be writing pitches. I could be researching different topics, um, researching particular outlets and media contacts, organizing my team members, which is kind of a new thing now that I have two part-time employees. Uh, that's been an interesting transition over the last year. So also making sure that they have everything that they need and they're on task and just keeping things organized, keeping things like you know, intact, I think is really the day-to-day is just making sure that everybody has what they need, clients and team members, and doing some of the work myself as well. Like, what is your favorite thing that you do? And uh, what's something that really gets you excited? I love, I mean, I love pitching. I know that's like media relations. I mean, PR, there's so many different things that go into PR. Like the media side of things and getting to share my client's story and then have it picked up for an interview organizing all those logistics and then seeing that end product is like the best feeling in the world that we can say that, Hey, you got on this, you know, news station, you were in this article, you were in this podcast. And then seeing the results from that is just, that's incredible. And that we were able to do that for a client is it's the coolest thing. And it's the most fun. It's also the most hectic, which I think I thrive in that chaos of it. I don't know if that's good or bad. Um, but that's my sweet spot is when everything is going on at once and there's a million fires, being able to sort through all of it and get the work done is my favorite part. Yeah. I feel like a lot of PR people feel the same way with you on that. (laughs) Everyone just loves the chaos. It's, it's an industry unlike others where it really, there is really never a dull moment. And I think that's what just makes it so interesting and different day to day. What is a conflict you've had to deal with with starting your own PR firm? You know, when you when you grow, you hit a really pivotal pivotal moment of trying to figure out what you need. And so in the last year, you know, it was just me for four or five years. And so getting to a point where I realized that I couldn't do all the work myself. We were just growing in a pace that was beyond one person's ability. And so I think the biggest challenge is finding the right people and trusting them and then learning to relinquish some of that control. You know, I would say that I'm a control freak in the sense that I've been doing this myself for so long that I know if the work doesn't get done, it's because of me. I know if I make a mistake, it's because of me and I can take ownership and accountability. But when you have other people, you know, they're a reflection of you. And so it's really hard to find the right people. And I made some mistakes in hiring that just weren't a good fit and had to get rid of somebody. And that was also a big challenge because I had never really done that myself. Um, and then having the confidence to go out there and try to find people again, because I think you get a little disillusioned by, you know, it not working out the first time. And so I was a little scared and nervous to go back out there and find more people. Um, and I just got very lucky with the two amazing um, women that I have working with me. They're just so incredible that. Um, 
I'm able to delegate and give them things to do and take some things off my plate, which allows us to grow more. But that's a really, I think it's a really big challenge for entrepreneurs and people in this industry is that, you know, we want to do everything, but we can't, we, we just can't, and we have to know when it's time to relinquish some of that control. And that can be hard. Uh, so you do have a smaller team. Uh, do you think that that is like a benefit or like a challenge working with a smaller group? I definitely think it's a benefit because we can give more personalized attention to each client where I think when you have bigger firms, yes, you can take on larger projects, which is amazing. And you have the bandwidth to do that. But I think clients often feel like they're just a number. And so when you're so small, we really develop those relationships with our clients that make it feel more, I don't want to say like a family, but just a little more cohesive than just saying like, here's the work we're doing for the clients. Like we really get to know them and get to be a part of their business that's growing and a part of their lives that I think you just don't get. And from my side of things, it's much more easily manageable than having 20 people to manage. You know, I don't ever think I want that. I think having two people comes with challenges because we all have different personalities and different styles. So I think that comes with its own challenges, but we can really become a strong unit together uh, being such a small team. So I love it. I think it's, I think it's a big advantage. Anyone who's looking to hire a PR firm who really wants that personal attention, you're going to get it with a small firm. Uh, how do you find your clients? How do you get them on your roster? You know? So I will give a little insider tip. I think um, that might be helpful, especially for, for you going into the workforce at some point and maybe wanting to start your business. You know, when I first started out, it was really hard because I had worked for someone who had the clients coming in and going out on your own. I was like, I don't know what to do. What, where do I even start? And I got lucky with some family friends who were like, do some PR for me. You can figure it out. So like that was helpful, but I did a lot of cold emailing. Now, I don't know if today that's as cool as it was six years ago, but it was a really great way to find targeted businesses. So I did a lot in the health and wellness space and I still do. And so I would find businesses that I really wanted to work with, you know, whether they were dermatologists or plastic surgeons or med spots, like I would find these businesses and I would just send them emails and introducing myself, offering a call, um, getting to know them a little bit. And a lot of my first clients, I got that way. Now that might not be the most traditional way. Someone would probably say networking and all those things, which is great. But if you don't have anything to lose and you're not worried about rejection because people would send me hundreds of emails and say, I'm not interested and you just keep moving forward. Like, I think that was a really great tactic then. What's changed now is because I've been doing it for a bit and have developed so many relationships, all of my clients are referrals, which is a really amazing place to get to, which is like the dream, right? Because you don't have to work so hard in business development to get new clients. And it's been really interesting shift in the last two years, how most of my client base is referrals through other PR people in the industry, through past clients, current clients, um, people I've networked with. So that's kind of been the transition. Um, but I think if you're up for cold emailing, it's not a terrible way to get started. Um, you just have to kind of keep at it. I think, you know, rejection is much easier taken through email than it is in person. Yeah. So for all the no's you're going to get, you might get one yes. And 
whether or not that turns into an actual client, it just turns into a relationship that maybe they recommend you somewhere, or maybe they don't need you right now. And they come back six months later. I've seen that a lot. So if you're not afraid to put together a really amazing email and send it out to businesses every week, like there's no harm in it. The worst they can say is no. When I was researching you, I was on your LinkedIn. I did see that you had that creative writing uh, background. And I just wanted to add, like, how do you see, like, you using your degree toward this P- like PR stuff? That's a great question. Um, well, my my job in the business is all writing. I mean, that's all I do all day long, whether it's writing emails, um, writing press releases, writing pitches, um, crafting marketing material for clients. A lot of what I do, I would say 95% of it is writing. And so I think being creative and innovative in the way you position your clients is a real skill um, and gets them the opportunities that they might otherwise not have. And so I think having that background of creative writing, and I went to school for nonfiction. So similar, I think in some ways to journalism, obviously not entirely the same, but having that background of writing nonfiction, I think allows me to add a little more spice and creativity into a pitch um, that hopefully gets my clients seen. So I use it all day, every day. There's no shortage of writing (laughs) in this business. I definitely love creative writing too. So I, I was excited when I saw that. I was like, oh my God, I've taken a couple of creative writing classes in the past. And I was like, I even you will use it you will 100% use it it'll look a little different but you will use the skills 100% yeah would you say use your Spanish too no (laughs) (laughs) no I wish you know after college I wasn't ready to get a, a real job um I was not ready to go out in the workforce so I moved to Spain for two years and I lived there and I taught English Um, And it was probably the best experience I've ever had. I would tell anybody who wants to have an experience like that, do it. Like jobs will always be there. You will always have the opportunity in your career, but you might not always have that opportunity to go abroad and live abroad and have that incredible experience. And so when I was living there, yes, I was fluent. And then moving back, it's just, you don't use it as much. So I can communicate to an extent. Um, it would be fun to have a Spanish-speaking client and see what that would look like, but I don't use it as much as I would like to. That's actually funny because I I thought about going to Spain without studying abroad too. So we have a lot in common. So. You should. I lived in Madrid. It was the most gorgeous, amazing place. Life is very easy. <laughs> It's different. It's just a different way of living. And I think they really embrace um, a work-life balance that we just don't have here. And so you really get to experience the city and experience the culture. And I would tell anybody who has the chance, just do it. It's You will never regret it. You convinced me. Do it. Right now. (laughs) You have to. (laughs) So what's a question that you wish you received? How do you navigate all of this? <laughs> I mean, how do you manage all of it? I guess is the is the question. I mean, I think I think people don't know what PR is. And so the question I do get asked most often is what is PR? Like what is public relations? Do you publish books? That's like a question I get all the time. So I think people don't have a, a wide understanding of what PR is, but then I think 
a lot of people, if they do, they're like, you just make a phone call and you get, and you get a celebrity on TV. And it's like, oh my God, if your job was that easy, we'd all be out of jobs. Like it would, if it was that easy, we'd all be multimillionaires, but it's not, it's a lot of work. And I think people don't really understand the behind the scenes. And so I think the question would be like, what, what do you actually do? Like, what does this even look like? How do you navigate day to day when you have multiple clients who each one needs different things? Each one's in a different market. Each one has a different product or service. And like, how do you do all of that and get them the results? I think is a really, um, a really interesting question. I don't think you know that until you get into it and you make mistakes and you fail. Like, I, I think that's, and then you have successes. Like, I think that's the only way to know it. But I think most people don't know what it looks like behind the scenes. And we really are. We're like the shining stars behind the scenes. You know, you don't see us, which is great. Like, I don't want to be in the spotlight. I want my clients to shine. I want them to have all the opportunities to share their voice. But, you know, there's us publicists behind there making sure that happens. And I think people don't really understand what that looks like. What would you tell students who are essentially in my place? Uh, like what what's coming? What's coming up next in the oh. oh, what's coming up next? Um, I think I would say two things that I might deviate from your question just a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think the first thing would be um the digital media space, right? We've seen this huge shift from traditional media, like you know, newspapers and magazines to online websites, blogs things like that, that are just a little bit different than what we're used to. So I think being very well-versed on what some of these platforms and publications look like and having a really good contact list set up is a really great thing to start with. And then the second thing I would say is say yes to everything because you will only get those opportunities if you say yes, even if you have absolutely no idea what you're doing, which you won't. You won't in every scenario. You will have no idea, but say yes and figure it out later. That's the only way you're going to learn. You know, I had an opportunity. I just started my business and I got contacted by an aquatic fitness company and they partnered with MMA fighter George St. Pierre. I did not know him. I didn't know anything about this. And they wanted to put on a press conference. I had only done those when I worked for other people. And I said yes because I thought, well, I'm just going to figure it out. Like I'm going to, we're going to say yes. And then we're going to panic after we get off the phone (laughs) and then we're going to regroup and figure it out. And I got the experience of going to Montreal, meeting this amazing human, doing a press conference in French and English. I do not speak French. So that was very interesting. And having this experience that I probably wouldn't have had had I worked for someone else who would be the one doing it. And so Since that opportunity, I've always said yes to things that I might not be 100% sure on how to do it or what to do, because I know that I can figure it out and I'm only going to get these opportunities if I say yes. So that's what I would tell someone is like, don't count yourself out if you don't know how to do it. We all don't know how to do these things. We just figure it out as we go. And so don't give yourself that opportunity to miss out on something. So say yes to everything. Thank you for listening to PR Hangover. I just wanted to give a special shout out to my guest, Barry Cohen. Um, if you wanted to connect with her, uh, I will leave all of her social media pages down below. 
and thank you for listening.